something spectacular happened that uh, very uh, apparition. Monsignor Jonas Achikoso has a great devotion to Our Lady of Fatima. The Queen's priest describes what took place a century ago, months after the Blessed Mother first appeared to the shepherd children. A lot of people uh, went to Covadeiria for that apparition, curious of what it is really all about. With news of the Marian encounters gaining popularity, tens of thousands of people, maybe even 100,000, gather in the Portuguese field that October 13th, according to reports. They were surprised that uh, that day it was so rainy, muddy, and uh, all of a sudden, there was this phenomenon happening in the sky. It's believed that's when the Blessed Mother appeared, revealing herself as Our Lady of the Rosary and drying the wet field and bystanders. She opened her hands, and from her hands, there was this light reflected towards the sun, and everyone now was focused on the sun. And according to many witnesses, the sun danced around in the sky for several minutes. Could it have been the Blessed Mother? It can be a coincidence, why not? No. But for those who have faith, we always believe it's a miracle. by the good people at the Podbelly Network. My fellow Americans, we are fortunate to be alive. They need them to protect us from the number one killer in history. Protect us from the central killer emergency. A study on why it's real. Alright everybody, welcome to episode 206 of the RJ Do America podcast. I am your host, in the place to be Mr. Jacob P, and sitting right across from me is the Brown Recluse, Mr. Art Trail. Art, say hello to the millions. And millions. What's up, people of Earth? Um, if you're feeling good and you want to feel better, go to capemancoffee.com. Check out their entire inventory of coffees. They got the hibiscus teas. Some people don't like the hibiscus teas. I like the hibiscus teas. Um, check out their hats, their pants, their cold brews. They got all kinds of things. Check out the entire inventory. And when you're about to check out, type in America at checkout to receive 15% off your total purchase price. Uh, and then take a picture of yourself wearing a hat that says Caveman Coffee, drinking from a Caveman Coffee mug, drinking Caveman Coffee, and tag us, tag them. It shows that you care. It shows that you listen. It shows that you drink and buy their product, and we appreciate it. They appreciate it, and that's uh, pretty much it. Yeah, so with that said, everybody, make sure you check out our other sponsor, guys, the great, the powerful, the flavorful, 
El Icateco Hot Sauce, guys, the kings of flavor since 1968. That is 50 plus years of Flavortown. And when I mean Flavortown, I mean the best hot sauce you will find on any shelf around the world. And I, 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 you will not be player hated, but you will have the best sauce that you can put on your tongue or your tacos or whatever you want to put it on. Um, including in the, the great country of Portugal. You can find El Yucateco in Portugal as well. So right if you're on. listening to us from Portugal, João, get some El Yucateco. And just in case you cannot find it, let's say you're living in a remote part of Portugal, you know, where you're wrangling sheep and whatnot, and you're seeing aliens in the sky or things that present themselves as Mother Mary, just go to shopelucateco.com, enter promo code DOAMERICA. America is one word, and we will give you 10% off your entire purchase. And just like Caveman Coffee, they got an assortment of you know clothing, you know, they got foam hands, uh, anything you can slap the LU Tech logo on, they got that. But most importantly, guys, just make sure you check out the sauce, tag us, tag them, and all of your social media posts when you're enjoying the LU Tech living that LU Tech lifestyle. Uh, that way it shows that you are supporting us as well as this great company. But guys, we are not here to talk about hibiscus teas and uh, Caribbean-styled habanero sauces. Guys, we are here to talk about the miracle of the sun, or as it's also known, the miracle at Fatima, or Fatima. 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 Yeah, um, yeah, it's pretty pretty interesting story, man. Like, um, It's a story that I had heard of in passing at one point and i didn't think much of it and then my girlfriend brought it up to me we were talking about miracles we we're talking about the the miracle of the staircase which is a whole different story um probably does not deserve its own episode <laughs> uh, because it later becomes solved but um but i you know in the in the whole discussion of miracles as i, I usually come across as a non-believer I, I think it's fair to say that I come across as a non-believer and very skeptical when it comes to like religious type of type of things like these. But this is one that I found to be very interesting and interesting enough that it deserved its own episode and interesting. And I do want to touch it with respect because you know there's a lot of Catholics out there. You know, shout out to our boy Eric. I know I was thinking about that too. Yeah. I was like, he's pretty Catholic. <laughs> Catholic as a motherfucker, especially his girlfriend too, right? Oh yeah, they're both Catholic. Yeah, super Catholic. Oh right, also this episode's dedicated to them. The memory of them. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, we're gonna. I mean, again, I'm not Catholic. I was raised Episcopalian, so which is basically just like a watered down version of Catholicism. It's very Protestant. You know, there's a lot of same uh, beliefs, but you know, there's not like that whole like I, I don't want to say like saint worship. Like, yeah, that's that was interesting. The whole saint worshiping thing. I, I had questions about that, like mm-hmm. about like saints being worshipped, even the Virgin Mary, like being as viewed as 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 like high as almost like on the same level as Jesus or yeah. God Himself, kind of thing. One of the things that in this whole research, uh, I came across. I've always heard of the Virgin Mary, mm-hmm. but then there was um, sometimes sometimes the Virgin Mary is referred to as the Virgin of. Guadalupe or uh no no they refer to her as the virgin of rosemary or something like that or mm-hmm. something like that of rosaries and i was like i was like what the hell what does that mean what why are they throwing this curveball at me and like for some reason in that painting like she was wearing like a blue like outfit not her traditional like <laughs> or like green outfit or whatever yeah and i was like what's up with that and then my girlfriend's like oh you know how like when you have a rosary on <laughs> it's got like the our fathers and like the and i was like nope Nope. i have no what are you talking about like 
uh, you know, my whole like religious experience was like I spent some time with like the Mormon religion, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like Mormon religion is like you just you you freestyle a prayer <laughs> like yeah you, you literally just like there's a beginning and an end but everything in the middle you just fill it in yourself and like do whatever you, and say whatever you want to say which is how I was raised too <laughs> which Episcopalian is like um it, it comes out of like the Catholic Church like that whole like Protestant movement or whatever right so they they keep a lot of like prayers and stuff like during church or whatever right but like like he says like we don't get like there's not segment like it just seems like Catholicism is just like okay when you wake up you say this prayer when you sin you do this prayer when you do this you do this prayer you do, yeah. like everything's already written out for you yeah. and you just got to follow the instructions like IKEA yeah, furniture you're just baking a cake yeah and like that's then you'll get to heaven one day where it's just like with us it's just like hey yo God like I just want to shout you out real quick like much love much respect from the old Corazon here yeah uh, sorry I masturbated yesterday but Katrina Jade was posting very provocative pictures Hope on Instagram. Hope you didn't see me jerking it, Jesus. But in the name of the Father, just I, I, I felt real guilty about it, so can you please forgive me? Uh, much love, much respect, amen. Like, that's just how it is. Like you said, it's like yeah. a freestyle, but like it seems like with Catholicism, it was very much like every second of your day is like you're doing a prayer, you're touching a bead, you're doing this and that. And it's they like, are very into like like symbolism and things like that. Yeah. Like, like I don't know if you ever like hung out with a Catholic, but but like whenever they drive by like a church or something, or, like maybe the church they were baptized and they did the cross thing, and it's yeah. like, what's up with that? What'd you do just that? What was that all about? Why'd you yeah, take well. your hands off the wheel? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I it that Jesus trips me out. The wheel. That's yeah. what happened. Jesus, take the wheel. I'm about to do the cross thing real quick. Um, yeah, I don't know what's up with that. I mean, there's little things like that that I'm just like, whoa, you gotta explain that shit. You can't just do that. Like, everybody knows what you're talking about. <laughs> like, yeah. I know that Catholic isn't like some like underground religion, but it's like still, I know very little about the whole Catholic. We should have had a Catholic on, damn it. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I asked my girlfriend if she wanted to come on. She was like, no, I don't know about it. I don't really know that much about it. Uh, okay. Except I know everything about it. And then she was just like, what the hell are you talking about? I would do my research and I'd be like, did you know that this happened? It's like, yeah. Didn't you like, know about this before? And I was like, no, who the fuck knows about Fatima before this? She's like, Oh, oh, that's the other thing. I would always call it the miracle of the sun. She's like, oh, you mean Fatima. <laughs> <laughs> and I would be like, no, I don't I don't know what you're talking about. What To piggyback off to what you're saying, I was telling you on the Patreon, which you guys should all be subscribed to. We had a really fire episode we just did before this. Uh, it was like an hour and 45 minutes long. So you're welcome, Patreons. That was 25. You got your 25 cents worth there for the week. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we went back to the movies, my girlfriend and I, last week or last night. And we saw the movie Unholy, and this topic actually pops up like super organically. Mm-hmm. I didn't plan on going to see that movie or whatever, you know, to to, to do some auxiliary research on this topic yeah, or whatnot. Yeah. But like, it came up like several Jacob's times. Deep dive. Yeah, I'm gonna go watch this. Cur- but it's like one of the few <laughs> movies that are out during yeah, Corona yeah. times or whatever. It was either Tom and Jerry or King Kong versus Godzilla. Fuck that movie. Um, <laughs> but. I, it came up multiple times because, you know, the whole movie revolves around, you know, this lady who, you know, the Virgin Mary, quote unquote, is like coming to her and giving her visions, giving her instructions, you know, to to win over more people to, you know, the faith or whatever. You know, spoiler alert, it, it, it's not the Virgin Mary that's talking to her. You know, it's actually, you know, a witch that was married to Satan or whatever, right? Right. And, you know. <laughs> The end of the movie, basically, you got you know the, the main characters have to save the world from Satan taking over, or whatever, right? 
but like it, it, it references Fatima a lot because um, they very much reference, you know, the Vatican, you know, intervening and saying like this could be good for the the image of the church. It, you know, can win more people over because, you know, what we're about to talk about, it you know, creates pilgrimages to uh, a site where a miracle happened, thus strengthening faith, thus strengthening the wallets and purses of the Vatican. Yeah, I mean, in a way, correct. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like. It's not like the the uh, Catholic Church didn't like lean into it. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, even the Pope at the time was like, yeah, I saw it. I saw it too. It, it happened. Yeah. Uh, you guys should all worship our our religion. Yeah, because I was in my garden one day. I don't know why the Pope has Alex Jones's voice, but huh. he does in this in this reenactment or whatever. But um, do you want to go ahead and get into the story of uh, what happened of the miracle of the sun? Yeah. So uh, here's here's I'll tell you guys. Well. Quentin Tarantino, as we discussed earlier. So let me tell you guys what we're talking about. So on October 13th, 1917, so almost a little over 100 years ago, uh, a large crowd gathers in Portugal, Mm -hmm. um, which another whole thing about this, the fact that it happens in Portugal, Portugal is like one of those countries that is very, like, I always forget Portugal is there. Yeah, me too. Like, it's just like, oh, right, you're not like Spain, you're not like Italy or whatever, but you're right in the middle of all this, like, whole thing. But at the same time, it's like, Portugal and all those countries is, is like kind of like a, a, a mutt of all those cultures in there. And they're just like, we're Portugal. We're a mutt between a, like yeah. Italy, Spain, and all these like cultures right here. And we're just, we're just here. <laughs> but anyways, um, in Portugal, in I guess the city, it's really more of just a mountainside. It's not really much of a city. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, I guess, the, the, the territory yeah. <laughs> of uh, Fatima, um, a large crowd gathers. And there, even the large crowd numbers are, are like, there's no real count, but for all I saw, there were around thirty thousand to forty thousand. Jacob, you saw something like as high as like a hundred thousand. Yeah, some people said like, "Oh no, there was a hundred thousand people there," which is like yeah, a, fucking Metallica numbers. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> Summer Sanitarium twenty nine or uh, nineteen seventeen. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, well, it's either Metallica numbers or like this is Summer Slaughter. I think they're probably closer to Summer Slaughter numbers, but um, so um. We'll just say that there was fifty thousand. We'll 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 go down the middle we'll meet road. Meet in the middle. There. We'll meet in the middle and say there was fifty thousand. Fifty thousand is still a lot of people. Yes. Uh, so people go out on a rainy day to witness this miracle that some children had been saying something. Something's gonna go down. You want you might want to see this shit. Um, so all these people gather on a rainy day on a rainy hillside, mountainside to witness whatever is going to happen when all of a sudden the rain stops, the clouds part and the sun starts moving around in like a circular kind of motion and nobody can make sense of what is going on. Cause that is impossible. I was going to say humanly impossible, but I don't even think like it's possible. Like physically, physically, like wouldn't the sun's movement like, one one like, inch towards the earth, like burn us to smithereens <laughs> or something like, like one inch further, like we could freeze to death, and one inch closer we can burn to death. Like yeah. we're we're that fragile. Like people try to act like they're like tough guys, but one inch closer kills us. One inch further, like freezes us to death. So, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah. So apparently the sun on this day decides to start moving around. It's spinning all over the sky and. 
nobody can make sense of it. Yeah, there's like uh, reports too that like it started shooting out like uh, laser beams, like uh, like sharks with laser beams on their head, or like multicolored like uh, you know lights started like beaming from the sky, um, you know coming from within the land, you know. So it's like Care Bears are just like shooting off all over the place, just you know jizzing all over the place with like yeah. you know care and whatnot, um, and then it's, it just stopped. And it started careening towards the earth before zigzagging and going back into the sky in its proper place. People were saying that, like, yeah, their clothes were drenched. Um, you know, there was like mud all over the place, like Woodstock, and you know, it was just it was a, just a smithering mess, right? And all of a sudden, after the sun, you know, went back to its place in the sky, everything was dried up. You know, mm-hmm. nothing was you know, wet anymore, you know, the mud dissipated and, you know, bunny started walking across the the fields and whatnot. So weird occurrence um, that happened, obviously, like Art said, you know, it's almost impossible for the sun to be doing all this stuff. Obviously, there's got to be some kind of scientific explanation for this or God came in, you know, divine intervention happened. Yeah, how about um, God did it? Yeah, God came in and made this all possible. Yeah, um, and I, I honestly like I was extremely fascinated while doing this this research. This is one of those things that like really kept my interest all week long. Usually by Wednesday, I'm like, eh, whatever. Like <laughs> fucking CIA did it. Whatever. I'm done with this. <laughs> Obama shit. and the liberals. Uh, they were eating pizza one day, and then George Soros <laughs> came in with his big fat checkbook and made the lizard people <laughs> start spinning the sun in the sky. Guys, if you guys don't know by now, birds are definitely not real. Birds are a uh, <laughs> creation of the CIA. Uh, it's a whole different episode, but uh, just look into it. Do the research for yourself on YouTube. <laughs> on DuckDuckGo. Is that a real thing? Yeah, that's what Maddie uses to get the real news, not the fake news. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, leading up to this event, uh, this was actually prophesied by three shepherd children. Um, and their names are Lucia de Jesus Rosa dos Santos, uh, Francisco de Jesus Marto, and his little sister Jacinta de Jesus Marto. And I'm saying that like with a quasi-Spanish accent because Portuguese is a whole different beast on how to pronounce things. They say, instead of saying pollo, they say pocho, and I'm not even about to try to say these names in Spanish. But we got Lucia, Francisco, and Jacinta. Uh, Francisco <laughs> and Jacinta are, you know, brother and sister, and then Lucia is basically their older cousin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the spring of 1916... Uh, they started to see apparitions from what they said was an angel. So three different apparitions, uh, you know, some kind of entity. Um, and, you know, they would report, or Lucia later on in life in her memoirs uh, would say that, you know, she would see these lights, all three of the children, and then the lights would communicate with them. And, you know, they would see a little being, what they described the only way they knew possible was like some kind of angel uh, just communicating that you're about to receive some kind of knowledge here in the you know the coming months. Yeah, and they described him as like made out of crystal, mm-hmm. like he was made like you could see through him, like but he was like made out of the finest crystal. And at first, I wanted to make a whole Twilight joke of like you know when like Edwin or whatever his name is, yeah, like, always like shining or whatever. But I I feel like that's this sounds more like some like fucking Lord of the Rings type of thing where it's mm-hmm. like oh he's made out of crystal, like he's literally a giant crystal. I was like that. That's some fucking crazy. Like, like already. I don't want to say like I believe the kids, but that sounds so fucking like you should either be like writing like 
like the next Lord of the Ring Rings book because like that is already like a very like good imagination you have there, kid. Where like you know when we did like Hollow Earth and all yeah. they came up with was like giant mushrooms and like <laughs> giant gorillas and it's just like oh so just giant whatever we already have on Earth yeah there's a sun inside the Earth and it's like oh, come on man like yeah, be a little bit more creative yeah this to me is just like oh that sounds like you didn't just say like this on J.R.R. Tolkien fucking C.S. Lewis shit right yeah here. it was like if you said like it was just a giant mushroom to start talking to me it's like okay you were on drugs kid <laughs> but um. <laughs> But th- that to me was just like, dang, that's that's a really good imagination. I'm not saying it's true. I'm not. I'm not saying I 100% believe what she's saying. But at this point, she definitely has a good imagination. Yes. So um, from there, they see you know three apparitions from an angel. Uh, then for the next six months, or not the next six months, in May 13th, 1917. Remember that date, the 13th of every month, right? So starting in May 13th of 1917, they saw six apparitions from what they said was the Virgin Mary. Now, all three children were very devout Catholics. You know, again, like I said, like I don't, coming from an Episcopalian background or coming from like a Mormon background, it is weird like when you see that like, you know, the Virgin Mary being placed almost like on the same pedestal as like Jesus himself. Yeah, it's pretty strange. It is strange, but hey, we're going to take the children for their word right here. Uh, But they saw the Virgin Mary. Um, They said a lady more brilliant than the sun. Um to quote Lucia in one of her books. Um, and they started, you know, to, to give the children prophecies. And she said that, you know, on the 13th of October, she would reveal her true identity and perform a miracle so that all may believe. Uh, she instructed the children to uh, devote to the Holy Trinity um, and pray the rosary, you know, every single day. And, start making sacrifices unto themselves. And so like Wikipedia, like they had like a link to that. And I was like, okay, sacrifices to themselves. What does that mean? And it's basically like, Hey, you know, start fasting, you know, start, I'm sure you've seen like videos of people like whipping themselves on the back to like, you know, the, the suffering of Christ and whatnot. So here you have like these children who are like, you know, I want to say like 10, 11 and seven, you know, doing like these like super like devout, you know, Christian or Catholic. That's like some rituals. Opus Day. Do you know what Opus Day is? No. So Opus Day is like the Catholic's religion's version of the CIA. Mm-hmm. And even though it's evolved now, like now it's like literally like the CIA, like just dudes in suits that are Catholic. But back then, the like Opus Day started off as like these like hardcore monks that were like very much into like, oh, I have sinned and like they would like whip themselves. Like they were like very like, it's evolved. I don't want to like talk shit on like the Catholic religion or anything like that. But like, I guess it it started off as like these, like the, the muscle for the Catholic religion, but also they were very like, because they were the muscle, they would also punish themselves very like aggressively and violent. Maybe that deserves its own episode, but like Opus Day, it was like, that sounds like, yeah, like it's like you, you, beat someone up today dude you're gonna have to beat yourself up now yeah well i mean it's like the thanos thing you gotta balance out the universe and whatnot. it's weird like i don't know i mean i don't say it's weird every religion is weird but like to hear that there was like the muscle of of (laughs) of the catholic religion fucking well like the mob was tied to like the vatican for like the longest time i mean there was a whole like banking scandal like within like the the vatican and like the mob the old like italian mob and shit which probably um, needs its own episode but the children were instructed to tell nobody you know by by the 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 beautiful lady that they saw um and 
one of the children messed up and told their family. Now, the two younger children, Francisco and Jacinta, their their parents were just like, oh, wow, this is beautiful. This is amazing. This is the stuff that we read about, you know, in, in Sunday school every single week. This is awesome. But Lucia's family was like, oh, you fucking liar. You know, they started, like, it's very sad. Like, I went down that whole rabbit hole, and I was trying not to go down that rabbit hole. But basically, they were like, oh, you're ugly, and you're just, like, trying to make up stories so that people will give you attention. Like, you will mm-hmm. never get married because of how... Like, I don't know why it was. Like, even one of the priests, like, made a comment of, like, how ugly she was and said, and I was like, dude, that's fucked up, dude. It like, is fucked up, man. And, like, she's only, like, 11 years old or whatever, right? Like, give her a chance, right? And so, like, they're like, oh, you're just telling tall tales to get attention because your sisters are, you know, dying pieces and you're not. You know, she's the Khloe Kardashian of the family, I yeah. guess you could say. And, you know. She did have a unibrow. Let's be fair. Let's call a spade a spade. What's going on there? But own that Girl, shit. Girl, fix yourself up. Oh, like Anthony Davis? Exactly. <laughs> like, own it. You, you know what I'm saying? Nothing. Nothing's more attractive. If Donald Trump taught us anything, nothing is more attractive than confidence. That's true. So, the family was, like, uh, shaming her from all angles or whatever, saying that she's lying or whatever. And, her mo- you know, she told her mom, like, hey, we got to make sure that nobody knows about it. But as luck would have it, by the next day, the whole village knew. And so they started to, you know, gain like this following that, you know, would follow them. And the lady instructed them also that on the 13th of every month, she would reappear at this place called the Cova de Ira. Hmm. That was very well pronounced. I, I Thank must, you. I must, I got to give you props on that. I was practicing all week, sir. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so on June 13th, uh, the lady instructed the children to return to Cova de Ira. Um, and, um, uh, da, 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 da. Oh, okay. And then June 13th that is also a special day because it was the feast of St. Anthony of Portugal, which is like the patron saint of Portugal, I guess. You know, like St. Patrick is a saint, patron saint of Ireland. Um, you know, St. Anthony is a patron saint of Portugal. So that was also the feast day. Uh, the, relay, the lady revealed to Francisco and Jacinta uh, that they would be soon taken to heaven, you know, which we you know referenced before the episode. You know, unfortunately, uh, Francisco and Jacinta they would, you know, let, you know, shortly pass after, you know, the events of the miracle of the sun. Um, and Lucinda would go on to spread the message of the immaculate heart. So, you know, she would go on, you know, later on after these events, become, you know, a sister of the church, basically mm-hmm. as a nun, and start spreading the good word of the Lord, like all the Patreons on our episodes. Um, but the, also um, the lady revealed to the children a vision of hell and to, told them to come back, you know, on the 13th again of the next month, but before they did, they all of the children needed to learn to read to understand what Jesus wanted of them. That I thought was very, very interesting. It's like, why not like just put the the thought into their mind? Like, why why can't you just put it in there? It did kind of like strike me as like that's kind of like BS. But at the same time, it kind of makes sense. I, I do think that there's like things in life that you just need to get better at before you can understand something else like mm-hmm. the, the concept of something like like i made i made the analogy like a million times already about like a dog trying to learn algebra like it's not gonna happen but i do think that if you like understood something a little bit better you would understand like how to spread a message which eventually they do spread these messages and Correct. and reading and writing is is you know principle like to spread a message you know, even even to this day, like if you want to spread a message of hate and like like you want to tweet something like Donald Trump, you tweet it out like mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, like that you, you give them props because Donald Trump learned how to read and write. Ooh, oh, the my just God, flickering. the lights are flickering. This is a fucking miracle right now. 
I'm what? sorry. This is the strangest thing that's ever happened while we were recording. So if you're watching the YouTube or watching the Facebook Live. I'm sorry, God. I, <laughs> I am now a believer. We had our own miracle of the sun just right now. Wow. <laughs> this is pretty weird this that it's happening right out. now during this episode. I did not plan it. YouTube, if you're watching this, yet another reason to watch this on the YouTube. Wow. And then but, they just went down again. The lights, like, all of a sudden, like, shone, like, just like the sun, just, like, fucking expanded and got super bright. It, got, right it did get really bright. It's funny because, like, light bulbs should only have a certain amount of light that they can produce because, like, yeah. that's their wattage. <laughs> but somehow they went past that wattage and, like, became extra bright. And didn't burn out for some reason after, but one looks like it's on his last leg. Yeah, one of them looks like it's about to die out, but it kind of affected all four of them for some reason. Fuck, that was scary. <laughs> uh, <laughs> In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, forgive me for uh, what I'm, I'm about to do say. Some of those are my Holy Mother or whatever they're called. Yeah, our mm-hmm. fathers and Hail Marys. That's what they're called. Yes, I'll, I'll try not to look at Katrina Jade later on <laughs> tonight. Lord, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. And if you guys have unibrows, I'm sorry. It's totally cool. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Anthony Davis. Um, <laughs> now, um, like you said, um, July, thousands of people started flocking to this Cova de Ira um, to, you know, witness what the children were seeing. Some people were saying that, you know, they would see nothing like when the children, you know, they w- would almost go into trances. And then some people would say like, yeah, they would see like this great light come down and they would just hear like this buzzing. You know, they didn't hear anybody talking, but the children swear, you know, it's like they were conversating with somebody there. They would see like a light come down and then a light dissipate, but they didn't hear any other noise than like this constant buzzing, which we'll get into at the end what we think when we discuss like the possible explanations for this and whatnot. Um, but that's all I have for, you know, the month of July. You know, obviously they're building a fan base here. Um, but, but, on, but by the time uh, August 13th rolls around, uh, this is like when the local officials start to take note. Now, it's important to note that during this time period, you know, Portugal was kind of going in. Uh, I don't know how to put this, but like like a governmental change where like their government was starting to become more secular, you know, where mm-hmm. they were they were taking prayer out of the school. Yeah. You know, they were you know, they were trying they were All trying these libtards <laughs> trying to take Jesus away from our guns. Yeah, and so like the the government was really like in this place where it's like they had like a beef with the Catholic Church, which when you really do your history on it, like the Catholic Church was like had its hand like in every like, you know, pocket of you know, society at this point, like, you know, it was, oh, it was like almost oh, like a second government. Do they? Cause one of the things I do want to touch on, I, we could probably touch on it again later on, but at this point, the Catholic church and the Nazis, yeah, there was a lot of funding from the Nazis to the Catholic church at this point. So much so that like the gold that they found later on, that was all like in, in the, in the church that later becomes built as a tribute to like, the Fatima kids or whatever. By the way, Google the that church. It is beautiful. Oh like, yeah. Um, it's like this whole thing. But apparently, like all the gold there still had like Nazi logos on it because it was like a thank you from the Nazis to the Catholic Church saying mm-hmm. thanks for not saying anything about yeah. <laughs> against us. <laughs> the hush money, yeah. if you will. Uh, but you know, local officials and in, part- in particular Arthur Arthur Santos, um, and his official title was provincial provincial administrator which is basically like a mayor or like you know a u.s representative of the region uh he kidnapped all three children mm. um, jailed them and said that hey you need to tell me what's going on right now or i'm gonna boil you in a vat of oil 
you know, and pretty much That's kill you. brutal. Yeah, if you don't divulge, like, what's really going on. Now, the younger children's parents were just like, hey, like, just tell them, you know, just tell them the truth or whatever. Like, you know, we believe you. Um, but Lucinda's, Lucia's family was just like, yeah, just tell them that you were lying. Like, we know you're lying. Like you're bullshitting. Like you and your motherfucking unibrow right now. It's like, you're you're not winning anybody over. You ain't dunking on nobody. You ain't no Anthony Davis. Correct. You ain't (laughs) doing no fucking, uh, game winning three for Mamba. But, um, they were just like, yeah, just tell them that you were lying. Like, let's get this over with or whatever. Right. You're just you're just an agent of the Catholic church at this point. And like I was referencing, you know, you know, they were trying to make the government more secular, trying to take away power from the Catholic church. Yeah. And they viewed this as like some kind of uh, conspiracy, not fucking flat earth conspiracy, but basically like, you know, some kind of plot or ploy by the Catholic church, you know, to raise, um, uh, I guess awareness of, you know, Catholicism to get, you know, get the faith up, if you will, to revolt against the mm-hmm. local government. So this individual was just like, yo, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking boil you fucking children. Um, and <laughs> drain you for your <laughs> adrenochrome. If you, if you don't <laughs> give up these secrets or whatever. Right. So none of the children were going to, you know, spit out anything because the Virgin Mary said, Hey, don't tell them anything that I am. I'm telling you The children kept their, you know, lips shut and, you know, eventually, you know, this administrator said, all right, I'm just going to let you go because you're just fucking children. Like, what, mm-hmm. what's the harm of people going to this remote place and, you know, watching lights come down? Like, who gives a fuck at this point? Like, yeah. we run this shit. Yeah, yeah. And, and one thing I, I did want to mention, I know it happened a little while ago in, in the story, but the description of the Virgin Mary that it kept popping up was, it had to be said. Um, so they were not describing her as the traditional Virgin Mary that we we know and love, <laughs> as a as a Jesus' mother, but um, they were describing her as a small woman, smaller than they were, um, with no hair and large eyes, which sounds weird as hell. And I can only think of one thing that reminds me of, and that's a fucking alien. Yep. That sounds like stereotypical gray alien that they ran into. And they said too that. Um she was wearing like some kind of um, knee skirt or whatever, uh-huh. you know, like her legs were showing, which back in the day, like if you were showing your legs, you were a floozy, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and like one of the priests too, like when Lucia was telling him the story was just like, huh, that seems kind of revealing for like the, the fucking mother of Christ or whatever to be wearing like a skirt that was going to be showing like her thighs and shit. Like, I don't I don't know about this one. Yeah. I thought it was really weird. I, I do think that the church later on, plays a lot of like don't you mean um uh, she looked just like the drawing of her like exactly like her that's what you meant you meant yeah. she meant she looked exactly like this painting we have of her yeah and then the kids were like sure yeah like i, I mean guess. we already saw the sun move so like that's <laughs> <laughs> whatever whatever sure if you want to make her look like that that's cool yeah so the children were released um on august 19th and then that's also the same day that mary or this apparition uh-huh. uh, came down and talked to him, and um, she said that, "Hey, you need to prosor- p- pray the rosary daily. A miracle is coming in October uh, to prove to everybody that you know that I am real, and that you know God is going to do something very miraculous. Um, it's going to save a lot of souls, and you know there's a lot of people that are going to hell because at this time, this is around the same time that the Portuguese army was moving in as aid." in the First World War. 
Um, mm-hmm. She said to the children, it's just like, hey, God is very offended and he's tired. He cannot be offended anymore. And what you really need to do is start making sacrifices unto yourself, which is like whipping yourselves and, you know, fasting and doing all this other, you know, these other things, you know, to you know prove your loyalty to God. Start praying for them because a lot of souls are going to hell right now because of the great offenses they're making to the Lord, which kind of strikes me again to reference like my growing up. Where it's just like she kind of tells them that you know people are going hell, be, going to hell because not enough people are praying to them or saying the right prayers, which strikes mm-hmm. me as odd because nowhere in the Bible does it really say that that that's how you go to hell. Going to hell is for people who don't accept Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. So it's weird that like this that Mother Mary is telling them these things that they're they're going to hell because pe- not enough you people have to are hit praying. A quota. Yeah, you didn't say enough Hail Marys. So. All right, so we got to get to 30,000. At least 30,000 people have to do the Hail Marys or else I'm fucking starting a war right now. It does seem a little more like that to me is the thought process of a human. Mm. Like, I mean, it just is. Like, we know quotas. We know, like, you have to be this amount, whatever, so we can get into heaven. Otherwise, you know, you can't ride the heaven ride, whatever, yeah. you know, like... <laughs> Like that is one hundred percent how humans think. Yeah. And like and I'm not saying I and I know how God thinks, but like it doesn't seem like you know, if there's this all powerful creator creature creature or whatever, all powerful creator, do you think he cares or she cares or it cares that um that it's like not enough Hail Marys were read this this month or whatever. Like we didn't meet the quota, so like we're gonna have to start a world war now. And it's like, yeah, it's just it seems pretty ridiculous. But Jacob's lights did flicker a few minutes ago. So, <laughs> yeah, so who knows? <laughs> that was wild. Um, and then you know this is like where the Catholic Church starts to take notice, right? Yeah. And they're just like, mm, we don't know about this. And I will give the Catholic Church this. Um, which is described a little bit in the movie Unholy, where it's just like, yeah, there's all these, you know, sites being seen of, you know, the, you know, the Virgin Mary, because there was a very popular event similar to this that happened like in the 1800s. His name escapes me for whatever reason right now. Um, but a quote that was in this movie um, says that, you know, whenever God builds a church, Satan builds a chapel right next door. So, yeah, yeah, that could have been God's or, you know, the Virgin Mary, you know, talking to this, these children. But it also could be something satanic because, as we know, you know, Satan knows the Bible just as well as anybody out there. You know, after all, he was one of the highest lieutenants up in heaven, one of the, the biggest, baddest archangels in heaven before he started challenging for power. Right. So, you know, the Catholic Church is big on this. It's like, hey, like there will be wolves in sheep's clothing that will use people's faith against them you know the, the closer that you are to god the closer you are to the satan is basically because you know he can manipulate you to believe that certain things are happening yeah when in, to it, quote the x-files <laughs> i love quoting the x-files uh but to quote the x-files even the devil can quote scripture to fit his purpose correct yes uh yeah <laughs> yeah, so the Catholic Church was taking the position like, uh, we don't know about this just yet. And so like, I give props to them in that sense that they didn't immediately own this like during this time period. Uh, so much so that they send Father Farmagao, I want to say that's how you sp- mm-hmm. pronounce his name in Portuguese, 
uh, to go, you know, investigate, you know, before the big event that was supposed to happen in October 13th. Um, but he also, he verified that on September 13th, you know, Mary's last, you know, uh, apparition, you know, before the big event um, in October, um, that he actually did see something, you know, come down, some kind of light come down. And uh, again, he said that he witnessed a buzzing, you know, coming from this light. That is pretty interesting. Like, I mean, with our, like, 2021 eyes, with the internet in front of us, with all the cases, cases or whatever, that we've covered throughout this podcast, you can't hear that and not tell me you think that doesn't sound like a UFO. Or it does not sound like an alien, the way that Virgin Mary is described, what I described at the beginning with the sun moving around, like... This all sounds very UFO like, and I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that that's where I feel like things are, because I, 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 even even if this was a UFO, even if you know we'll go down the what what this could have been road or whatever. I think at this point, there was still like thirty thousand to fifty thousand people that were all at the right place at the right time. Something brought them here mm-hmm. to witness whatever it may be, a rainbow or whatever, or like <laughs> whatever, some kind of like solar eclipse. Oh, and I wasn't a solar eclipse because they're history of all the eclipse, but like whatever it may have been, like something brought all those people here. Like Correct. something brought them here. And that's to me the, the where we where like the interesting thing is happening. Yeah. So I guess it's like kind of like, it's the point of, so we stop at September, obviously, you know, we know what happens October 13th. Um, but I guess it's like pretty much like where we started to go down the road, like what could it have been, you know, and my, I had three different trains of thoughts as I always do. I try to listen to as many podcasts as I can Uh to, you know, kind of saturate my mind with how the story goes and the story, like I was telling art before we started recording, the story changes so much depending on what road you want to travel down. If you want to travel down the scientific road, the story you get a whole different story and a whole different account from Lucia, who you know later on, you know, like I said, she writes six different memoirs um, about her life, and you know she later on goes into the uh, you know a convent, you know, becomes a nun, you know, becomes like this big thing, like in the Catholic Church or whatever. She gets you know um, canonized um, into the Catholic Church, and this is where you get the the major narrative from. But if you go down the scientific route, people change what she actually said to fit the scientific narrative. You get the UFO narrative, and you listen to a bunch of podcasts and story that comes out of that, and they start manipulating the facts that you know Lucia said out of that. And then you get the religious aspect of it, where you know I think hopefully my lights don't start flickering again for this. Where I see the most deviation from what Lucia's story comes from, where it was just like, oh, it was, you know, the lady of, you know, the double hearts of the, you know, the the transparent or whatever, right? Yeah. The bleeding heart of Mary or whatever. And it's just like, no, that's not what Lucia said either. And it's just like, it just seems like there's three different trains of thought and they all kind of like siphon what they want from the story to fit their narrative. Yeah, it does feel like, especially the Pope that was there uh, during that time period. I forgot his name. I don't know if you have his name. but We'll just um, say Pope Pius. It's yeah. right. Like in 1950. Yeah, I saw his name was like I-X-I or something like that. Like <laughs> Pope whatever the hell that number is. But um, yeah, like it definitely seems like he was trying to make it like, oh, look, see how like good we are? Like the Virgin Mary just did this like act of like, 
un, like science can't like solve this like so like we must be like the chosen people of earth kind of thing everything was funneling down to that whole thing and the catholic church just fucking put blinders on and said that's what happened here even though although a lot of people did see the the sun moving around like swirling around other people saw colors in the sky they saw the sky turn blue. Mm-hmm. Some people saw nothing. Some people were just like, they wanted to see it, but they saw nothing. And the important thing to note about that is there was people that were going there as atheists trying to see like, oh, there's nothing's going to happen. Like, let's see, yeah. these, let, let's laugh at these people, people basically. But those people actually saw stuff. But then there was also believers that went there wanting to see something and truly thought that they were going to see something. And they didn't see anything. And, you know, like I was mentioning to you earlier, there was a, a father, John DeMarchi, uh, from 43 to 50. He interviewed the whole town. And he said that nobody's experience was the same. Yeah. And, like, that to me is very interesting. You know, you talked about Greg's parents, right? Right, A couple of episodes ago and how they're atheists, but they're, like, some of the nicest people that you mm-hmm. mean. And I'm not trying to say, like, People that are pure of heart are the people that witnessed it, and people that are that are dirty minded are the ones that did not witness it. Kind of be listening and, to that Katrina Drade. Yeah, and I'm I'm not saying that that's what happened, but if you want to take the more like religious road, maybe that is something that happened, and maybe you know it's not just if you're a Catholic you're in, if you're not then you're not gonna see nothing, kind of thing. But um, I did find that interesting. I found that you know I try to look down some of the scientific roads that it could have been. You know, like they're you know. If, whether it just be like not a mass hallucination, but like just that whole like, well, I saw it like kind of like that whole story of like the king's clothes, mm. where like you know if you don't see it, then like you're not, you know that story of oh, the emperor's new clothes or whatever. Yeah, where it's like he's walking around naked, but like if you don't see it, that's because you're like a bad person. Yeah. So like, so like everyone pretends that they can see the clothes on the king or whatever. Maybe it's something like that. Maybe it's like a mass version of that. Um, I did see like. Uh, I have it written on here, uh, Fata Morgana, which I guess is just like, um, it's not that. I know it's not that because the more I research this, it's definitely not that. But it's it's basically like a, an optical illusion. Like whenever you see like down the hot road and it looks like there's water on that, like at the horizon level. Yes. So a lot of people were saying like maybe they witnessed something like that where there's going to be a reflection. And a lot of times it'll create like, Recently, uh, there was a, a picture on the internet floating around of like what looked like a ship was just floating in the sky, mm-hmm. and reality it was just like that that it was at that optical illusion that was just like making it look like it was floating in the sky when really it was just like the heat and the the water were creating that optical illusion. The reason why it's not that is because this was way above the horizon level. Like this was in the sky, so it definitely was not that. Um, but, you know, there's still, to me, like, there's there's got to be an answer. Whether it be, like, people staring at the sun. If you stare at this light for 45 minutes, you're going to start seeing, like, rings moving around. And it Correct. might make you dizzy. You might be as close as you can to giving yourself a fucking seizure kind of thing. Like, but you, like you know, <laughs> you use Occam, Occam's razor, which is, like, the simplest explanation and usually is usually the truth. And that might be something to do with it, too. Like, you look at the sun, which is... <laughs> gonna fuck your vision yeah, up. yeah it's like optical burning or whatever you should post a picture of trump looking at the sun <laughs> when you do the artwork do the everything but in the corner put trump just staring at the sun <laughs> have you seen that picture I, yeah we had that, that fucking uh, solar eclipse <laughs> or like do like a slide where like it's like the main artwork and then have a slide of just trump looking <laughs> <up>. <laughs> you got it dude 
No, but yeah, you will see stuff like that. I remember in elementary school, there was kids that would stare at the sun on recess to see, like, see how long they could stare at it. Yeah. You know, fast forward like 20, 30 years later, all those kids have fucking vision problems now. Yeah. But that yeah, was you, me. Yeah, you, me too, though. <laughs> fucking wear fucking uh, two different sizes contacts. But, um, yeah, you you would see stuff like in the sky afterwards. Like they would look at something in in the um in, the, in a magazine, then look at the sun, then look off into the distance. And let's say you were looking at a picture of Tupac, you you'd look at the picture of Tupac, you look at the sun, you look off to the side, and Tupac would be in the sky. Yeah, is Tupac really in the sky? No, it's fucking your eyes getting fucked up. Also, too, like all those beams of light that they were seeing, they were here, there, and everywhere. They had a rainbow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and and also. And this is more like me thinking like it's a cloudy day. Your eyes are adjusted to a certain like eye like light level at this point. All of a sudden that light breaks, you see the sun, you're looking at the sun, all of a sudden your eyes are readjusting. People are probably trying to see if they can see it. They're probably staring directly into the sun. You're probably fucking up your eye. Like I agree with you. I, I think that that's probably at least fifty percent of the cases that saw that that saw some weird shit were probably just people staring directly into the sun. And then they say that, you know, the sun was like, you know, spinning around. It wasn't its usual color. It seemed like it was like careening towards the earth, you know, it was evaporating and whatnot. And I was trying to find explanations for that. The only other explanation I could find is something called a sun dog, where it's just like, you know, the sun, you know, bounces its reflection off of like ice crystals, you know, mm-hmm. within like the clouds or in the, you know, the, the ground and whatnot, which could explain like some of that. But, like, the whole, like, spinning and, like, careening towards the earth and then, like, you know, uh, quickly evaporating, you know, that, I don't know how much truth is behind that. Maybe that's just, like, you know, the game of telephone, like, where the story, you know, becomes a little bit more elaborate as time goes by and whatnot. Like, maybe it was, like, a couple hours and, like, they were having so much fun, (laughs) you know, being in in that area that, like, once the rain stopped and the sun came out, maybe... An hour felt like, you know, a minute or two or whatnot. But then it leads into the whole UFO thing. You know, when I was listening to, you know, some podcasts tell, you know, their narrative about it, where it's just like that spinning disc, they didn't know anything about, you know, aviation during that time period. It's 1917, you know, in a remote part of Portugal. You know, they're not right there where the Wright brothers are at and shit. They're not, you know, they're not by the Nazi belt <laughs> being yeah. formed or whatever. So, like, hey, maybe it was a UFO that they saw, like a flying saucer, you know, that, you know, that's what was careening towards the Earth. That buzzing sound, um, I don't know how accurate this is or not, but I guess that buzzing sound is found a lot where, you know, UFO sightings are, are, are found and whatnot. So it could have been yeah i mean i don't want to say like ufos are science now but as of fucking two days ago the like cia just uh some 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 pilot posted like footage that he took while like on a training mission of like Mm -hmm. a triangular ufo and like the cia and the government was like yeah that's a ufo we don't know what that is because that looks like that's definitely not a plane like that's a fucking looks like a pyramid flying through the sky. Like, we don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah. And, like, we're at that point now where, like, even our own government is kind of admitting, like, yeah, there's things up there that we don't know what that is mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know? So, like, we're trying to figure it out with you guys. Yeah. And that doesn't necessarily mean, like, it's alien, like, you know, extraterrestrial or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be China. It could be Russia. It could be fucking, I don't know, Brazil. We, we talked about, like, that could be a, a living being up there, like, a flying squid. Like, we know so little about life underwater right now 
there could be like some life forms that live in our atmosphere as well, and we just know very little about them as well. Eats H2O and pollution and shit. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, maybe it was an extraterrestrial that, you know, maybe this was just, you know, with their limited, you know, we talked about like on uh, the Hollow Earth episode where, you know, people thought that they were going, they could go to hell, you know, just by going into a deep cave or whatever because it got a little bit hotter because that was their understanding of science at that time. Yeah. And maybe, you know, their understanding at that time, all they knew was like herding goats and sheep and shit and going to church and saying the rosary. So the only thing that lived in their their world were goats and Christ. So mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, it's if it's not a goat in the sky, maybe it was, you know, God, divine intervention, if you will, making the impossible possible. And an important thing to note, like with the whole scientific thing, is that there was there was no no extraordinary thing that was recorded and like there was observation centers all over that region you know not specifically right there in you know the cova de ira but you know within you know portugal within spain and they they observed nothing like a solar eclipse or anything out of the normal from a normal day happened that day in you know the historical record so we know it wasn't anything like that so maybe it was just the people, you know, staring at the sun. Maybe it was extraterrestrials or, Hey, the children said that what they saw, you know, while everybody else was seeing, you know, the sun spin out and whatnot, that they saw like a panoramic view of, you know, all these basically like paintings come to life, like in the horizon where, you know, St. Joseph, Joseph, uh, you know, and the baby Jesus, you know, blessing, you know, the entire crowd. Yeah. And that that was the sign that, you know, they were being protected, you know, while this great world war was going on and all these souls were going to hell. Which sadly was not necessarily true because two of the kids later on die of Spanish flu. Mm -hmm. Spanish flu was like the OG COVID. It was taking out people left and right. And uh, it was pretty bad. Yeah. That's another reason why I was like, this is like really worth covering. There are two things I really want to just bring up. One is going to be the more absurd one, and one was me going down like a whole rabbit hole. Because as I mentioned earlier, the whole like miracle of the staircase, just a brief one on that one, not worth an episode. But basically, this dude shows up to this church one day and creates this staircase that is like uh, physically impossible. Like uh, like physics do not support it. Like there's no way that it could be done. But later on, they find out like. It had been done in some other place as well, and maybe that's where he got that. And nobody knows who this guy is, but it was just like, and he never took payment for it or anything like that. But he just showed up to a church and built this like, like literally physically impossible staircase with like no supporting. Yeah, it's basically (laughs) like the spiral staircase with like nothing supporting it. It's just like literally one step stacked on top of each other. It was like that should not work, but for some reason it still does. Anyways, but I somebody like I don't want to say debunked it, but has found like one other case of a, a staircase like that, and maybe he was just like, I want to do this for a tribute to the church, and did it for free, and like, whatever. Um, but anyways, that's a whole different case. Um, two things. This will be the absurd one, and then the other one would be like my my rabbit hole thing. The first one was just like it. This does remind me a little bit of like the conspiracy of Project Bluebeam, which if you don't know what Project Bluebeam is, it's basically people's uh, conspiracy theory that NASA has been working on creating this like antichrist figure that'll show up in the sky and make, or like, or maybe not an antichrist figure, but maybe like this savior type figure that'll like unite humanity under a new world order. And I was just like, that's fucking crazy. That is like some batshit crazy thing. But then it was like, that's also kind of what like the Watchmen comic book is all about. 
like the Watchmen comic book is all about creating this like extraterrestrial like like monster that unites humanity as like one common enemy and I was like uh, I think uh, Watchmen already did it but like <laughs> but it I I thought Project Blue being creating this like thing in the sky and like that whole thing reminded me a lot of this but anyways the the thing that really like made me dive into was um, just miracles in general. And like, has any like major miracle happened more recently where it can be documented, videotaped, photographed, whatever it may be. And the one that I thought was, that stood out to me as like, wow, like that fucking makes me like, I don't want to say believe, but like Fatima, I thought was very interesting just because I could see how somebody could make that as like, I believe because Fatima and like, I knew someone was there or whatever, like, that's their whole like base to like why they believe in these in the, in that religion in uh in being Catholic, but um I think it's the Hindu religion in nineteen September twenty first in nineteen ninety five so like Tupac's still alive I think mm-hmm. like this is the we're, Houston Rockets we're, are the NBA championship yeah we're <laughs> alive like like I'm probably watching Rugrats or something I don't know what I'm doing but Doug. like yeah like Doug like I'm alive this shit's going on in nineteen ninety five um statues it's called the ganesh drinking milk miracle yes and it's like statues of around the world of of ganesha i think it's pronounced ganesha um all started drinking milk yep and for 24 hours and nobody could explain why it was happening and then it just stopped and it was just like that's weird because obviously statues should not be drinking milk yeah there's no scientific answer for this but it just happened for 24 hours. And it was just like, that was in our lifetime. There's videos of this. Like you can YouTube it. You can find it, find pictures of this, of a full bowl of milk. And now it's gone. And that happened for 24 hours one day. And then bam, it's, it's done. I remember this. Yeah. And to me, that's one of those things that there are just things in life, whether you say like, this is the chosen religion or whatever you want to say, if you want to say Fatima is your answer and that's Catholic is your chosen religion or whatever it may be there are things on this earth that are just cannot be explained by science. Mm. Like no matter how hard you try. Well, I mean, to go along with what you were talking about was, you know, the, the milk drinking, there was something like that that happened, I believe in South America where a statue of Mary, where she was drinking some kind of substance, they put like a spoon up to its lips and it would seemingly like slurp it up or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there's like statues like, and it's like usually cry blood. Yeah. Cry blood or like cry, just regular water out of its eyes or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. like, Oh, the suffering of the, the Gulf war or whatever. Like it's always around like these like yeah. weird times or whatever. And like, they call it the miracle of this, that or another. Some of them get debunked and I'm not sure if, you know, all of them are fake or, or whatnot, but like some of the, some of them do get debunked pretty easily. Where but, it's like, there was a pump inside of that pump <laughs> and it was pumping out fucking fake tears. Yeah. And I always think too, like it's weird that these things happen in such a very like Catholic region, right? Like you know, all of Latin America is pretty much Catholic, right? Like that's the major religion there. Mm-hmm. Why don't like if and like the big thing is just to 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 conjure up you know faith, you know strength and faith, right? My big thing is is like what me knowing what I know of like my religion, like wouldn't god want more faith in regions where he is not very present again people who are catholic are super devout like they they say their hail marys they do their little sign of the crosses every time they drive they take their hands off the wheel and drive <laughs> by a church and whatnot right but like if you really wanted like you know 
I guess, Christ or the Virgin Mary, like in like, let's say a very Muslim region, like when you have these miracles happen in those regions and you don't really get that a lot over there. You, you, you mentioned, you know, Ganesh drinking the milk. That was very much a place where Ganesh was at. Like, wouldn't it, wouldn't it serve whatever God's purpose? If we're going to take the religious route here to be in a place where he's not at, like, spread the word where he's not at like what was that island that we talked about last week the devil's island like oh sentinel island sentinel island yeah i had to be the racist one (laughs) yeah (laughs) two weeks in a row man yeah i don't know what it's called i'm just gonna go off what joe rogan told me right (laughs) fucking um but wouldn't you want to go there you know what i'm saying so it it just seems like in a vacuum like you're just living in a vacuum at that point that's why i always got skeptical hippo eyes of these quote-unquote miracles because it's in a place where catholicism is very real and it's in a very catholic way like we were mentioning like where she's like say these many rosaries well what if what if mary appeared to me you know i'm was grew up episcopalian you told me to say a fucking hail mary like what the hell is that gonna do like i'm yeah i mean but it, but it's the interpretation i think to me is just the the thing that's interesting to me like you take kids that describe the Virgin Mary as like a small woman with like a short skirt and no hair, and it's like, and that's not that does not fit what the Catholic religion wants to put out there True. as the Virgin Mary. So why don't we warp that to fit like that? If that appeared to me, I'd be like, I don't know what the fuck this is. This is definitely not the Virgin Mary. I wouldn't think Virgin Mary, but maybe if I had a Catholic background, I'd be like, yeah, that was an angel. Like if a motherfucker came out of the forest and he was made out of crystal. I wouldn't be like, you're an angel. (laughs) 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 I would just be like, I saw something I can't explain, and that terrified me, but at the same time, like, it was very comforting. And he wants me to read. I'm going to call him Lamar Burton. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get my GED. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, or whatever, you know, like, like, whatever it may be, like, you know, just, there is no, like, interpretation. If that would happen to a Muslim person, maybe their interpretation would have been different. Maybe that would have been the Prophet Muhammad showing up to them or whatever Correct, it may be. Yeah. Like, like a, a statue crying in one place, a statue drinking in another place, like, whatever it may be. Some of them have been debunked. Those The, the crying ones are, you know, get debunked all the time, and the fucking Virgin Mary on a tortilla shows up all the time, or, <laughs> yeah. where it may be, like, you know, it's just a coincidence. But, um... Yeah, I mean, there's there's things that are, I mean, a, a UFO in general, like, is is crazy enough. Like, I could see how like somebody's interpretation of a UFO could be, or an alien, or whatever, like, m- might be more of like, I was visited by an angel last night, as opposed to like, you know, like I saw an alien last night. There was an alien in my room, or whatever it may be. Like, I always think of. Well, I don't think about it all the time, but I just it just kind of hit me right now. But I, I told that story about the time I saw like a white figure stay in the corner of my bed, and I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know if that was sleep paralysis, but like my in my inner thought was like, stand very still, and then like whenever you get an opportunity, like lunge yourself at it. I think if I was a really religious person, I would have been like, I was visited by an angel last night. There was <laughs> Saint a Michael white, himself. There was a white crystal angel at the foot of my bed. And it was not, you know, I, I tackled it for some reason. But, <laughs> but like, you know, I think it kind of depends on like the point of view you're looking at. You made that analogy one time of the pen or whatever. Like, Yeah, you're right. And yeah. like that, that's true in a lot of cases. Like if you had whatever background like you know if we had keith on this and on this, on this podcast he might have a completely different background and like take on this whole thing or like my girlfriend is very much into like yeah no fatima happened like trust me it happened like yeah. and i'm just like that's 
crazy to me but at the same time like who am i like to tell you like that didn't happen like i'm watching these ganesh videos of a fucking statue drinking milk Mm -hmm. like weirder things have happened like and and again i mean hopefully the lights don't go off again (laughs) or whatever but like i mean a part of me wants to be like no there's some kind of explanation for it just because i feel like you know again like with the hollow earth like with hell being you know just within a cave or whatever right like i feel like science is this is why science sometimes and you know faith kind of like you know bump heads like you know two rams on a hill but like that that's like where my mind is but like sometimes too like and i mentioned that with the exorcism episode as well like maybe the cartoon version of faith that we believe in maybe that's not real but what is real what is god is science you know like yeah. you know like what if cancer is what if that's how the devil operates or whatever right it's not some dude in you know red pajamas or whatever what if cancer that's literally that that's just how the devil operates he doesn't carry around a pitchfork you know yeah, the, yeah, yeah. doing this that or dancing at aldo's and whatnot you know, <laughs> he, you know that's the, the bad shit that happens in the world that's the devil or evil energy or whatever you want to name it and then like what if science is God, you know, like yeah. what if as evolution is God, you know, like that's, that's what it is, you know? And this is like, that, that that's where I struggle too. Like with yeah. my background, it's just like, yeah, there is scientific knowledge, but that doesn't have to disqualify faith either. You know, like there's, I think things are open for interpretation. Correct. I mean, truly open for interpretation. Like you interpreted it cancer as like a work of the devil and most families would view it as like one of the worst things that could happen to them. But, um, again, to quote another one of my favorite, like things to, to bring up is the movie Jacob's ladder. And the guy has the code on there saying like what at one point are demons pulling you to hell at one point become angels freeing you from this earth. Like at one point, you know, this is the same thing that you're viewing as like, I'm leaving this earth. This sucks. This is cancer. This is killing me or whatever. This is everything I would hate becomes the angels freeing you from this life. And like, you know, it's a completely different point of view, but it's like the exact same occurrence or is happening. Did the lights just do that again? They got brighter again. I think they get a little bit brighter. Yeah, that was weird. Oh, my computer just shut down. Oh, let me get it back up. It just back up now. Oh, okay. weird. It just went to Catherine Zeta Jones, which was in my search history. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, um, but anyways, yeah, I mean, that's one of my favorite quotes because it, it's true. I mean, it's just like, one man's hell is another man's like heaven mm-hmm. you know and it's like and it could be whatever maybe like and that's that's a whole different episode that's more like a patreon topic or whatever but like mm-hmm. where we can have a huge ass discussion about like those types of things by the way shout out to our patreon if you like where this conversation is going you should probably listen to our patreons because they get yeah. deep as fuck yeah um but um but yeah i mean there's just really really interesting things and perspectives and like you know whatever religion you grew up on and like what i I knew this girl one time who used to tell me like whatever religion um you believe in that's the religion that is like the true religion and it just it just it's different for every single person on earth and i was just like that's stupid and i was just like (laughs) but like i feel like there is a little bit of like truth to that like there is a little bit of strength in the human brain that can create things to be true like if you if you like full-on believe in in like prayer through like your hail marys and your our fathers or whatever there is like 
I think a healing strength in those things. Well, it's like we were talking about like in the Patreon last week where it's like meditation, you know? Yeah, like, and that's where I was going with it. Like I, I, I have found some of the best like healing to like my anxiety and like depression and things like that. And like, yeah, drinking more water and like doing pushups, but also like, <laughs> but also like meditation, like meditation has probably been the biggest key to it to where let's, and it's pretty close to what prayer is. It's like mm-hmm. really sitting in my thoughts for like 20 minutes or whatever it may be. And like, and like just letting yourself go, but but you can interpret that and say like, yeah, that's an Our Father. Like you just did an Our Father for the last twenty minutes. <laughs> you know what's funny though? Like in the beginning of this episode, I said like the way I was grew up, you know, the way you find yourself into heaven as opposed to hell is accepting Christ into your heart or whatever. And one thing that like always keeps me from like going to a specific church or whatever, or like committing myself to a specific sect of religion like you know lutherism or baptism baptist or mormonism or anything like that it's just that like you know, the bible never says anything about that like oh nope you have to be a catholic to get to church or whatever right or to get to heaven right it's always like you know being close to god is just having a personal relationship with him like within your heart yeah and I mean, that's even, like, one of my tattoos or whatever, right? Like, that's between you you and God. Like, that's that's a personal thing. Like, that's all he wants is a personal relationship with you. And that's why, like, the whole, like, saint worship, you know, that kind of, like, throws me off about Catholicism and, like, you know, confessing your sins to a priest to find forgiveness when it's just, like, that's why Jesus came down is so that way you don't have to make these weird sacrifices and whatnot. Yeah. And it's just, like, that. I think of that, too, like, where it's just, like, whatever your personal truth is, like that's your personal relationship with God, you know, whether it be like you go to the Cova de Ira and you, you, you talk to an alien or whatever, right? Like that's, that's your relationship with God. I think everybody's relationship is going to be a little bit different. And I, I mean, not to get too far off topic or whatever, but like maybe like all these different religions and ways of thoughts, maybe it's like a, a test from humanity from whatever higher power is just like, Hey, look, God is in everything. And the big test was to see like how, when you guys could figure that out and work together. Like I said, with that, like different sides of a pin, it's all the same pin, but you guys are all looking at different sides of it. And until you guys can work together and write out that poetry with that pin, then you guys are always going to live, you know, in the, in chaos. Beautifully said. I, I mean, I agree. I, I would agree with that. I think that a lot of this is probably the, I mean, I think that even, like, the story of Jesus is, like, that's the same story that's been told through, like, other messiahs throughout history. There's even the birthday and even, like, the way, like, the mother gave birth for a virgin birth. Like, there's it's the exact same thing. And people argue about, like, about, like, what it is or, like, what the origin is. Like, Christianity is Christianity. Even Christianity will, like, tear itself apart. Like, it's just, like, oh, this is Christianity. is different than my Christianity or whatever. Like, yeah. Even though, like, even, like, Judaism is, like, super similar to Christianity, and it's just, like, oh, that's completely different. Like, you guys you guys eat pork or whatever. Like, and pork's just disgusting. But, <laughs> but um, but like, whatever it may be, like, there's just, we, we find the division in things more than we find in the common commonalities and things. And, like, that's more of a human trait. That's, that's, like, us just, like, 
being haters. <laughs> like mm-hmm. th- there is like that natural like hater element to us where it's just like I need to find the one true religion and like the one true religion was created in like eighteen fifty six and it was Joseph Smith and like <laughs> way like so many people in history have already passed and died and through all this time period. But like in nineteen like eighteen fifty six when Joseph Smith was already in the United States farming in a farm boy area, he found like golden kernels and and that's what told them that there was an angel mor- like all this bull that's one of those things i have issues with like mormon religion like that's such a new religion like they just they tell me like everybody before that was just like had like no chance like you guys you guys were fucked because you guys were born before joseph smith came up with the concept of mormon yeah. it's just like and then the billions afterwards that never <laughs> gonna follow that train of thought yeah yeah i mean the concept of a religion is just weird i i get the concept of like a higher power i definitely believe in a higher power like i think there's like this insane mathematical equation that's all around us and we are literally just not smart enough to see it and recognize it like the shapes and patterns that are in our bodies and nature and whatever it may be just it looks like chaos to us and i think that it is chaos until we can like actually put like put words to like what it is but it it is it, it's it's just it's madness i mean i think that's why like cancer seems so random like you can do things like you can not smoke and eat good food and all this shit and like live the best life you can and all of a sudden like bam like fucking this nfl player like has cancer like mm-hmm. you know like whatever like you know you have a better shot at beating it but like you're still like the nfl player who's like like genetically built 10 times better than I am. And then you have some like dude that shoes like eats McDonald's every day and like <laughs> fucking smokes weed and shoots up heroin and like dies at like 95. Cause like just got lucky for some reason, yeah. you know, like the life is chaos. Like there is a level of chaos. Yes. You can kind of change things to like fit your narrative. Like don't do drugs, stay in school, take your vitamins kind of thing. Say your prayers. Yeah. You can, do that and then like go to work and then get hit by a car and like that's it like that was didn't help all those vitamins didn't help kind of thing like yeah like that there is elements of chaos but i do think that that chaos is like spinning around us and we're just not smart enough to recognize we're not recognize we're not recognizing the matrix that we're in <laughs> the red pill or the blue yeah. pill you know what like when you were saying all that stuff it made me it's weird dmx came up again today but i was thinking of the beginning of that that song uh, "Slipping," where he says, "See, to live is to suffer, but to survive, well, that's to find meaning in the suffering," which is, I think, a fitting way to end this episode. Fitting way, yes. Yeah. So, shout out once again, rest in peace, Mr. Earl Simmons, aka DMX. Shout out to Lucia, who lived to be ninety-seven mm-hmm. and spread the good word and became a saint along with her her cousins, Francisco and Jacinta, who were canonized by, I guess, I believe it was like Pope John Paul II. Um, but yeah, so shout out to them and the miracle of the sun. I hope you guys enjoy it. Tell your mommy boo boo too. Shout out to Jackman. Shout out Eric and all the Catholic people I know in my life. <laughs> um, shout out this it. light fixture that keeps fucking uh, doing the fucking miracle of the sun above us right now. Yeah, what weird timing, man. Yeah, it's fitting. So with that said, everybody, 
Make sure you check us out on all the social medias at Art and Jacob Do America, except for Twitter. We are at Art and Jacob Do A1. Make sure you go to the Patreon, like we alluded to at the beginning in the middle of this episode. We we do a fire ass Patreon episode before each topic. And those motherfucking shit, those shits get deep, and those are better than the actual episode episodes that you're hearing yeah. now. So if you enjoy us here, you'll probably love us a lot more on the Patreon. So go there, subscribe, $1, uh, get you a new Patreon episode every single week, which equates to basically fucking 25 cents a week. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't even buy anything out of a gumball machine for that amount anymore. They raise the prices. Fucking, uh, Not at King Leo's, though. They're keeping the prices the same. God bless, man. Every time I hear more news about King Leo's coming back... I love him a little bit more. Maybe we should do a live podcast from King Leo's. The official podcast of King Leo's Pizza. Dude, hell yeah. Uh, so with that said, guys, uh, check out our Tee Public, where you find all of our exclusive merch, where we're working on you know, getting some new designs out. Hopefully I'll get that Alex Jones one up sooner or later. Um, we should do a, you know, remember that crisscross album cover where they're like their clothes is facing forward, but they're facing the other way? Mm-hmm. We should do something like that. <laughs> Yeah, like the, the Looney Tunes one. Like where oh, it was right, right, yeah, right. I've been, yeah, I've been wanting that design for a while now, so Nicole, get on that. Uh, speaking of Cole Smith Bosch, make sure you check her out at skrapparel.com. I'll put the link you know, on the YouTube. Um, she does all of our great designs and whatnot. Speaking of her, uh, make sure you check out the Podbelly Network. We are official members of the Podbelly Network. So if you like our podcast and want to hear other great podcasts, in our family go to podbelly.com you can check out the homies from the sofa king podcast who do an episode on this as well um yeah interesting story and, that uh, dave tells. yeah dave tells a really interesting story i wanted to retell it but then i was like no go listen to their episode their episode's pretty good too yeah so check that out um check out ectoplasm um they're also sponsored by el yucateco they have a s- exclusive beer i guess that's out right now where it's like some An beer ectoplasm beer is it green yeah it's green and it has uh the green uh, uh habanero uh, el yucateco sauce like brewed within it or whatever Ooh. so it's like a spicy uh spicy brew ale or whatever i don't know i don't drink beer like that but if you're, if you're into shit like that, like peanut butter stouts and shit like our homie Eric, go there. Uh, support <laughs> them. Um, also check out Nerds on Topic and RRBG Podcast. But with that said, guys, I'm tired as fuck and I'm hungry as fuck. It's time to replenish and get right Same. with the Lord. So with that said, everybody, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, have a good night. Amen. of faithful each year the vatican's been tasked to investigate this visitation from the blessed virgin i have read several libraries worth on the supernatural (laughs) investigated half a dozen articles prove them all false Think there could be other forces at play here when god builds a church the devil builds a chapel next door don't doubt her doubt weakens faith hail mary full of grace pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death this is not the work of the virgin mary it's the work of the unholy Faith in evil and poverty law. Believe in her. 
your souls to marry. It's like this, and who gives a fuck about those? So just chill to the next episode.